Welcome to Season 6 of Retrain Your Brain, 10 minutes of practical personal development to help you reframe your thinking to be your best self. This season reflects on some of the frustrations which 2020 has brought to the fore, including cancel culture, lockdown fatigue, and fear of missing out. Looking at the common reactions, as well as how we could choose to respond moving to 2021. If we have freed our mind from the negative, we've got space to focus on what will enhance our lives. The term cancel culture has risen to prominence in recent times, but what is it? Well, it was attributed originally to a line spoken by Wesley Snipes in the 1991 film New Jack City, where he dumps his girlfriend. And then it was repeated in 2010 in a Lil Wayne song called I'm Single, which references the film. Of course, now it's taken a lot more prominence as a means of promoting social movement. The idea is, if someone's prominence and status has been built upon fandom and adoration, if that foundation is removed, it leaves them cancelled. The term cancelled in media is also to no longer give a series airtime. And so, cancelling, especially when it comes to social media, may well be an accurate use of the term. It means someone's airtime is removed. Now, while sometimes called mob rule on social media, there is certainly some social justice that has been obtained. For example, during the hashtag MeToo movement, many of the alleged and proven sexual abuse and harassment trials has actually led to the popular voice calling for people cancelled to be taken off screen, to resign, to be imprisoned. But unfortunately, for every Harvey Weinstein who was prosecuted and publicly shunned, there are others, such as R. Kelly, who, while prosecuted, had still enjoyed some degree of popularity, and in some cases, even a resurgence. And what worries me here is the mantra, is all publicity good publicity? Because that could be flying in the face of cancellation as a social justice concept. Another problem I have with cancel culture is when something becomes fashionable, it begins to lose meaning. And so calling for someone to be canceled feels like the only option. So let's take Dominic Cummings. His behaviour was of course abhorrent, but then the trend on social media became resign, resign. Well, why not make him pay a hefty fine? Why not a suspension? In the workplace, you're fired is not the only option. So we shouldn't really allow the complexity of our human brain to be reduced to a hashtag. And then of course, when does cancelling cross over with bullying? In the case of Leah Michelle and her co-workers who spoke up about her poor behaviour, albeit a long time ago, they may have been making a point which Leah Michelle addressed. But then we have the tragic suicide of Caroline Flack. So what outcome did those calling for cancellation actually want? Unfortunately, when we say anything, we simply do not know how others are going to react. So where can cancel culture actually help? Well, perhaps it does give people a jokey or a fashionable way of expressing their feelings. Now, whether using humour, which is a classic defence mechanism to avoid expressing our true feelings directly, is helpful to us in the long term, is certainly questionable. But perhaps calling for cancellation means that the door is open for longer conversations. 
in giving rise to hashtags and social movements such as hashtag me too such as the other hashtags which have not come out necessarily of cancel culture like black lives matter and pride this allows billions of us to become aware and sometimes even be able to lend our voice to support a cause and with cancel culture it can also with a mass voice provoke investigation into wrongdoings but for me one of my concerns when it comes to cancel culture is that mob rule or certainly whipping up that support to push someone out may not always result in the positive outcome sometimes what can actually happen is when somebody says oh i've been cancelled they may actually engender feelings of sympathy from other people further if someone feels cancelled they may simply go and find groups where their abhorrent views or approaches to life are accepted and welcomed and that means no shift in thinking has been made at all so what can we do well certainly when it comes to cancel culture one effective thing we could do is perhaps give campaigns and advocates your voice and your platform use your strengths but when it comes to social media it does seem sometimes that everybody wants to give their opinion what i would suggest is lend your platform to those who understand the situation perhaps have a personal connection with it unless you are that person and that way you actually support the cause from a point where the arguments are reasoned and thorough another thing we can do when we hear about cancellation is put in the time and effort to learn about the areas being cancelled or being shouted about right now because they are often going to be broader than our own echo chamber it's very easy to stand for injustice when it's happening within your community it is much more effort when it is within someone else's but as far as i'm concerned when i hear about something i like to find out more and for me rather than going with cancelling i prefer to call somebody out first The way I look at calling out or call out culture is it's a bit more personal. It involves speaking to somebody directly and asking them, "Why did you say that? Why do you think in that particular way?" Learning more in the first instance can actually help us give a better argument if we are trying to change somebody's mind. Alternatively, it may actually smooth out any misunderstandings that we might have had over their opinions the question i often ask myself is do i just want to be heard do i just want to shout or do i actually want to invoke change when you call out someone it doesn't have to be nasty or humiliating in fact the more diplomatically you can do it the more likely you are to affect a change in mind and that's really what we want isn't it perhaps a subtle private message to see if they acted in error is more likely to influence them than having a go the latter will often result in defensiveness that neither party wants they might for example chastise you for not getting their joke or they might sulk about it for a while but even then i'd still rather be the person who stood up for what i believed in than let it lie 
and at the very least, it might make them think twice. But certainly, doing it in a private environment is more likely to help them reassess and choose to make changes than shaming them in a public one. And something else that we could all perhaps do is make allies of the people who have stood up outside their community to make a difference. Every time you cancel a dissenter, thank a fighter who's been on your side. We do need to appreciate those who've stood by us. Think before you judge or cancel others. We do make snap judgments because as adults, we have so much information to process daily that we can only spare around three to seven seconds to form an opinion. And opinions, when they're made quickly, can lead to outrage rather than effective action. If we don't have time to process, avoid raising our voices. If you raise your voice, make sure it's had more than three to seven seconds of thought. Better still, call out. Let your actions speak louder and try to transform at least your little corner of the world. That's all for this session. For more practical tips, The Leader's Guide to Resilience is in bookshops now or try my free self-development tools, tips and guided meditations on my YouTube site, Dr. Audrey Tang or articles on my website, www.draudreyt.com. And remember, choose to be awesome because that's who you are.